sight In the darkness is the light Out of the shadows of my life In the darkness is the light Welcome once again to the So Weird Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. And I'm Kat. And tonight we are talking about the season two episode, Troll. What's everybody think of this one? I like it. <laughs> Cute. I used to think it was really stupid, but it's actually one that I really like now. Um, well, as far as So Weird's goofy episodes go, this is probably the most tolerable one. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this one, uh, our main characters are the Phillips family are passing through Minnesota, I believe it is. Yes. Okay. And um, they're trying to get to one location or another, and they end up being stuck in a weird small area because the bridge is out. And they spend time at the Scandinavian restaurant run by a seemingly benevolent old lady named Astrid. But um, initially, it seems normal. In fact, everybody seems to appreciate her hospitality. But slowly, uh, they start to people in the family start to mysteriously disappear and in their place grow sets of very odd-looking vegetables. And eventually, Fiona realizes that the old lady is, in fact, a troll who's playing cruel games on people, making them, giving them trivia questions to answer, essentially. When they answer wrong, they are transformed into vegetables. And if she wishes, if Fiona wants to prevent her family from becoming a stew, she has to take action. And there's this truce that happened in the beginning of the episode where, you know, Jack is being his big brother self, messing around with Fiona about the stuff that she believes in. So they made a truce for one week. You know, Jack can't be mean or annoying to her, and Fee can't talk about the paranormal to him. Spoiler alert, the truce does not last that long. <laughs> he tries, no, but it- though, and I really like this episode for the cute sibling moments between Jack and Fee. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff like that. That is fun. Good uh, Jack and Fiona moments in this one, for sure. Especially, like, at the end when she's being quizzed by uh, the troll, and she she's asked some sort of sports trivia question, and Jack's like, hey, well, yeah, you know, he knows that immediately. He's like, how come you don't know that? You know, that's sort of a cute little moment. Yeah. I really love the opening of this episode where it opens up with the little troll dolls. It's such a big nostalgia moment for me looking back on it. Because my sister and I had so many of those things. And my favorite was this little troll storybook about Christmas that came with three dolls. I remember those toys and it makes me happy. Yeah, that's a good (laughs) point of conversation. Who here had troll dolls? Did we all? Yes. A couple, but they weren't my favorite. Do they still exist? Well, you know, there was that troll movie, um, the the trolls, the Pixar cartoon, which I think was part of the same brand. So they, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way, they do um, still exist. But like the 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 flesh colored, weirdly androgynous, sort of sexless, <laughs> cabbage patch doll looking things with the big eyes and the crazy hair. I don't know if those exact same sort of trolls are sold anymore. But yeah, they were like Beanie Babies or whatever the fad is, fidget spinners. These days, they were everywhere <laughs> in the early '90s. And I had a bunch. I had like a pirate and a Frankenstein and a. A Zorro type one with a black mask and a cape. Yeah, I didn't know they got so unique, I guess. I didn't know they had different versions of them beyond the hair. <laughs> well, there was even um, a line of like action figure style trolls. In fact, there were two. There were battle trolls and gym protectors, which even got a video game. Wow. 
I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's my uh, toy collector trivia there. <laughs> I don't... They're so ugly looking, so... <laughs> I don't know how they got popular, but... They did. I, had, know, I think I had one or two, but I didn't like them. And <laughs> they scared me a little. Yeah, looking back on it, it was <laughs> a weird thing. But how does anything like that become a big fad? You know, just the tide of commerce. <laughs> People pick up on the weirdest stuff. For the opening sequence... They had so many of these little troll dolls. I always wondered, like, did they have a deal with playmakers or something? Or did they have to pay some sort of copyright to feature them? I have no idea. That's a good question. And I honestly wonder if that footage was shot especially for this episode or if, like, so much of what they use in the opening narrations was just stock footage. And if it was stock footage, it's really weirdly specific stock footage. (laughs) So, yeah, I have no idea. That's a really good question. So, as I said, this is a so weird in a whimsical mood. This is definitely one of the sillier episodes. Yes, with the heavy Rick presence throughout. Uh, yeah, and honestly, I always forget about that, that Fiona is, towards the end of the episode, getting help through her computer from some mysterious force, all, you know, I, all of which we assume is the spirit of her father, which from a writing perspective is actually a little lazy that you know this ghost literally comes out of nowhere and helps her out in the end of the episode yeah it is kind of interesting because apparently he tried to contact her before she even got to the restaurant so did he know that she was going there or what because we see the laptop pop up at the beginning um before they arrive so it's kind of like yeah they arrived there and then they were immediately going to go to that troll lady so he was trying to help her why this you know event out of all the other dangerous events that she's gone through (laughs) well maybe it's just because this was getting into the later part of season two and they were trying to ramp up interest in the finale here they're trying to push the story towards some sort of you know the events that will be happening in the season or series finale and uh, so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't have no idea. Maybe, but it's I do like not, the Rick present. It's not entirely unique because we see the same sort of interaction happening in website in season one. And I always thought this episode was a really good mirror towards that one. Yeah, definitely. Though, by you know, when it happens in season one, there's still a lot more mystery over what's going on. And at this point, it's pretty well understood that this is the this is Rick communicating to with her. I mean, yeah, with his theme song always playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it's changed so much. Like, how many versions of the theme song are there? Yeah, it wasn't the typical guitar one. It's a little electronic version. (laughs) Now, I know before um, on this podcast we've talked about wanting to get props or something from the show. Like, if we could pick any weird item – and watching this, you know, any of the the vegetables with the people's faces in them, that would actually be a pretty neat prop to have. <laughs> you can have those. <laughs> those are just, they're funny. You don't want, like, the pumpkin with Carrie's face in it or whatever? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Do you think they look much like them, though? Like, when... Carrie is convinced that's Irene's face. I always thought that was so ridiculous because it doesn't really look like her to me. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, when I was younger, I like I did, but you know, watching it now, it's just exactly what uh, Fee is saying. 
oh, we just want it to, you know, think it's that person. Yeah, and that makes this one a little different from a lot of other episodes. Fiona is initially reluctant to think that anything unusual is happening here. Yeah, she's trying to stick to her deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny seeing her squirm and trying to come up with a logical explanation for everything, even though I think down at, deep down inside, even from the beginning, she was like, oh, <laughs> this is strange. <laughs> yeah, and what I, I do like about this one, overall, I do like kind of the goofy, fun atmosphere of this episode. But something I do like is the way it integrates a lot of other troll mythology into it. Because she talks about trolls hiding under the bridge and asking people questions like in Billy Billy Goat's Gruff, but she ties it into Norse mythology with Emir, though they say it weird in this episode. They say Emir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A couple years ago, I was teaching a senior lit class and they had a unit on mythology and when we got to like the tale of Emer, all I could think about was this episode <laughs> and I mentioned it to them and only one kid knew what I was talking about. Well, hey, that's one more than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had like a vague memory of the show, but not exactly. <laughs> Emer. And like how they say the guy, which I think is Hans, because I've always hear it like Hans, but they say Hans. Yeah, it's a tomato-tomato thing. You know, I've heard it both ways. They're Canadian. A lot of the actors in the show are Canadian, so let's blame it on that. <laughs> and, you know, another thing, though, like, it is sort of funny that nobody realizes something weird is happening more often, especially the scene where um, Fiona calls Irene's enormous giant cell phone, and Molly hears it ringing and opens up a drawer full of phones, and her first reaction is not, holy shit, why is there a drawer full of phones? Her first instinct is just to answer it. Like, if I was in that situation, I would see that in my... It's like seeing a pile of shoes. Your first reaction is, where are the bodies? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Irene actually thought that maybe something weird was going on when she went back into the kitchen because she noticed that uh, Astrid had made them a full meal within, like, a few minutes. But then she immediately shrugged it off, so... Mm -hmm. yeah, and let's, yeah, I guess you're right. And let's talk about the Scandinavian cooking. Like, I don't I don't recall any of the dishes, but they all had really weird names. And it, so does anybody have any um, ex personal experience with Scandinavian cuisine? Nope. I do no. not. But I really like the story that Molly tells about her and Rick at a restaurant trying to order off a menu. And they couldn't pronounce any of the names. And it sounded like such a fun story. And I wanted to hear the whole thing. And I always get really disappointed when her voice cuts out to go see on, check on, being Carrie in the other room. It's one of those background things that you're not supposed to listen to, but <laughs> you can hear it well enough. Yeah, I heard it. Like Rick's trying to pronounce something. And they I said it was a Russian restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, Russian. So did they go to Russia? Because if the menu was all in Russian, it was probably in Russia, right? I don't know. Well, yeah, they were in a rock band. They probably toured the world. No, well, that's just really cool. And that raises questions about the timeline. So, like, how how early are we talking here? We're like the the Phillips Kane band playing on the Berlin Wall instead of David Hasselhoff in this universe. You know, <laughs> questions that need answers here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, questions. <laughs> um, but I do like the little scene in the earlier part of the episode where um, Ned ends up being asked all these questions about, you know, Norse mythology and Vikings and these things. And he just 
shrugs it off like, yeah, I know this stuff. You know, I have Viking <laughs> ancestors, which is a lot of fun because when you look at, you know, Dave Ward, you kind of can believe that. He looks, he has sort of that build. He looks like a Viking. So. <laughs> and then the question that he got wrong, like he didn't really get it wrong. He just didn't know how to say a, a, that letter. Well, you know, that's yeah. the thing in mythology when you have tricksters and quizzes, they always cheat. I know, because she didn't ask him to spell him, spell it. She told him to spell it. So is that the same thing as a question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Well, like later in the episode, somebody just asked something general towards her, and she counts that as a question. Like these trolls, they're sneaky. Just like today <laughs> with the trolls on the internet, they're very, very sneaky. <laughs> you have to be careful. Could you imagine so weird in this century and troll just takes on a whole new meaning? <laughs> Doesn't it? Then they could do like <laughs> yeah. a fun mashup with like mythological trolls and, you know, like 4chan trolls or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine Fee getting trolled on our website. Oh, well, it would absolutely happen. You'd have people sending her fake videos and stuff. Yeah, like Jack did. <laughs> Probably Jack. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> you know, older siblings are the original trolls. <laughs> I mean, you know, the internet is so different now than what it was at this time. The show's fabric would be completely changed if you updated yeah. it. Now, the um, one thing I want to mention is the troll lady has a catchphrase. She says, oh, my stars and garters over and over again. <laughs> and um, if you're a fucking nerd like me, you hear that and you immediately think of Beast from X-Men, who also says that all the time. And, uh, and secondly, that actress is named Betty Phillips. She's been in a bunch of stuff. I think uh, her most notable other role, she played the grandmother on the late 90s television version of The Addams Family, if anybody remembers that. Uh, <laughs> yes. And she's done a lot of television. She was also in the Earthsea miniseries. And um, she acted all the way up to uh, – she passed in 2012. She was 94. And she acted all the way up to 2011. Her last credit was in the most recent Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. So she that's... does a fantastic job in this. I love mm. the way she says soup. <laughs> if they want more soup. She's such mm. a fantastic actress bringing this character to life. Yeah, I yeah. think she's part of the reason why this episode is as fun as it is, because she's clearly enjoying the material, and uh, you have fun watching her. Yeah. I think she's one of my favorite villains on the show, because she's humorous, but she is a little menacing, too. A, a little scary. I mean, yeah. definitely, definitely a memorable villain, for sure, I'd say that. And but when, at the end there, when she turns into... Uh, weird mutant looking troll like a big troll um what do we think of that yeah the cgi is not scary it doesn't hold up well i was gonna say about that part i don't know you can just so tell i don't know why they had to well they had to change the voice to match but it just sounds too much like a guy to me yeah, and it it is a guy in there. <laughs> yeah, in the credits they they have some stunt pan in that part or something. But you know what's weird about this is when you look up so weird on IMDb, the second picture that comes up on the page is the picture of that troll for some reason. Out of everything over this entire series, that was the secondary image they chose to represent the show. I have no <laughs> idea why, but <laughs> yeah. 
Not the best one they could have chosen for sure. Although, it, I, yeah, I guess the makeup's kind of cool. Was that makeup? I don't know. Yeah, no, it was. It, it's it's neat. Yeah, the, the, you know, there isn't too much makeup gags on the show, so I appreciate that kind of stuff. That's cool. Her tail, and, though. Oh yeah, that's the kind of a neat little detail. Was ridiculous. Well, I thought it was kind of a neat little detail how they say she wear, always wears a dress to cover her tail because that's the one thing trolls can't uh, disguise, according to the show, anyway. <laughs> that was uh, Jack's idea, wasn't it? Like, Fee said they can't hide their tail, and he said, oh, right, which is why she wears a long skirt. I think it's yeah. so funny. And I think it's funny that he plays along yeah. with her. <laughs> and then gets annoyed when she takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The ending, well, throughout the episode, but especially the ending, you can't help but wonder how you would do in these situations being asked these obscure general knowledge trivia questions. I mean, that's the thing that I think is kind of funny about this episode. She's not just asking them about, like, Norse mythology. It's, like, geography and sports trivia. It's just random stuff. I mean, it's like an episode of Jeopardy. It is just (laughs) general knowledge trivia. And you can't help but wonder how you would do in – that situation. I know I would have been turned into a kumquat or whatever pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I some really of those like answers. I like how she starts out asking Fee about weird stuff until Jack tips her off, like, oh, you're not going to stump her in this subject. And I like the type of question she asks, like, who wrote The Hobbit? Yeah, that's sort of funny. I mean, like, once she immediately leaps to, like, the, the trivia question about the geography is super specific like unless you live in the town of faith i don't even remember what state they said it was in but unless you live there what was that south dakota south dakota unless you live in the small town of faith south dakota how the hell would you know that (laughs) yeah i think that probably annoyed some people watching it because it like obviously fee gets bailed out in the end uh but like i think that just goes to show that fee really pissed this troll off so the troll came up with this impossible question for her. Uh, and she got out anyway. She beat her. So kind of nice. <laughs> oh, I, I literally just Googled Faith, South Dakota. This is interesting. Uh, as of the 2010 census, its population is 421, which is pretty small. And the most complete Tyrannosaurus Rex fossil named Sue was discovered 15 miles north of <laughs> Faith in 1990. <laughs> wow. That's that's from Wikipedia. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so not too much to say about this one. I mean, does anything anybody have anything else they want to add? I well, like in the beginning where uh, Jack's messing with Fee with the hot dog. <laughs> and um, she's getting a little pissed off, and she says, like, oh, Daddy would have believed me. Yeah. How does, how does Jack feel in that? <laughs> does he feel sad? Oh. <laughs> uh... You never know with him. (laughs) (laughs) But I I like that too because it shows that she doesn't always get it right when she thinks that something weird's going on. It turned out that the UFO she saw was just a blimp. So, yeah, that's a cute little detail. It's that, that, you know, in addition to that, it is sort of showing that sometimes Fiona is over eager to see weird things in any given situation. Yeah. Though I gotta say, in that opening scene, when I believe it's Carrie just grabs that hot dog and eats it, it's like that's that just struck me as highly unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> I like his line though about it being an unidentified frying object. Oh yeah, that's good. 
another thing I like about Carrie in this episode is that he apparently doesn't know who's on the back of the quarter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or on the front That's of the quarter. So funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, I guess a lot of people just don't think about that sort of thing though you know I, I would hope that all our listeners know that george washington is on the quarter but um, it's like the only one that you would pay attention because it's the quarter out of the <laughs> coins and he's like fdr why would he say that <laughs> the guy who cut down the cherry tree fdr <laughs> um so you know uh, i i say here in my my notes here that out of like the silly, so weird episodes, I would put this above simplicity and poo. You know, I like it a lot better than both of those. So, <laughs> I, I really like the the middle episode, like point of the episode, and towards the end when she's asking the the questions, and I get really into it. And I think the reveal, you know, with the Rick or whoever is trying to contact her in any way, but the laptop gets turned to an apple, but then like all the cell phones are ringing. I think that's really neat scene yeah and you know the stakes are pretty high in this i mean the lives of her family are at risk but it still maintains that kind of zippy goofy tone mm-hmm. yeah like the shot of jack turning into an eggplant which when i was younger i just thought it was so stupid but now i just it's obviously intentionally trying to be cheesy you know and corny uh, pardon the pun but <laughs> i really enjoy it now that shot well, if he had turned into a corn cob, that pun would have been aces. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. And once again, you know, the family is exposed to obviously weird stuff happening. And at the end of the episode, as they're leaving, everybody's just, you know, Theona makes the troll reverse the spell entirely. So all the fruit or vegetables turn back into people. And there are like, there's like a nun there and all these, you know, <laughs> all these people. And suddenly they're all together and they're all leaving and nobody has any idea what just happened. And once again, Molly just shrugs her shoulders and goes, eh, you know, whatever, what are you going to do? And then in this app is where we get the line, keep the faith. Is it? Yes. Yeah. When they're leaving, like she gets an email and she opens it from unknown, which she gets a lot of unknown emails and she opens it and then it says, keep the faith. And that's when, you know, she looks up and says, daddy, Right, right. Well, there you go. You didn't know that, Zach? I, I, you know, man, I just watched this two nights ago, but. (laughs) I love that part. I know, me too. You know, it's a play on words because of Faith, South Dakota. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's significant for this show since we say that every episode. So, (laughs) anything else we want to talk about about Troll? Yes. Have at it. I love the way that Astrid says you <laughs> when she's calling people over to her. <laughs> so a while ago, I made it my head canon. Oh no. That when she's no longer allowed to turn people into like vegetables, she opens up a Yoohoo drink bar and sells <laughs> Man, I haven't had a Yoohoo in probably fifteen years. Do they still make those? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, next time I'm in, I'm in a gas station, I'll have to look for one. <laughs> I used to have those for my lunch at school all the time when I was a kid. The, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely have to get one of those. <laughs> so are we ready to rate this or we want to say anything else? 
I, I guess I would just say it's kind of cool that at the end, Fee kind of has ultimate power over Astrid. Uh, and, you know, she says that she can't ask any more questions, which is funny because Astrid follows it up by trying to ask a question. But what if I? And Fee's like, shush, girl. I mean it. <laughs> really puts her in her place. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay, so are we ready to rate this one? Yep. Okay, I would give this a 6.5. I would give it a 7. I agree with a 7. Hmm. Uh, I give this one two thumbs up, I think. Uh, as a kid, I, again, I didn't like it. Um, the humor to me was just really stupid. and But now I see it as, like, as I said before, being intentionally kind of cheesy. Uh, so... And it's it's right up my alley the humor in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, this is one I do remember seeing as a kid, and my reaction to it when I was young was that it was kind of a weaker, lesser episode. And I guess it is still sort of a lesser episode, but watching it now, I do enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah, it's definitely a fun one. Not as exciting as some of the other so weird apps, but definitely fun. Okay, so anything else we want to talk about this week? This week, well, this go, episode. Go to. <laughs> Feedback. Sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So our last episode we did was James Gar, And we got a few comments on that. One by um, Asian Seti. They said, I absolutely loved the way they wrote and shot Mr. DeFranco's death slash soul transfer. Getting to see that final moment literally through his eyes was both scary and fascinating. Well, thank you for the feedback. Yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought about it being like looking in through his eyes while he dies. It's actually pretty messed up, but I guess cool. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it's like we see someone die on that episode. It's hmm. crazy. And from the GSTV reviewer, they said, I don't recall seeing this episode when Disney aired it. Like one of you guys, when I first watched it on YouTube in 2008, I also didn't understand the nature and context of this episode. For a kid's show, it's very interesting to see them dive into a topic issue about the afterlife and the complex situation involving James and his condition. Not only was the writing a stark contrast from typical So Weird episodes, it's something I would not expect any live-action kid's show at the time to pull off. I feel totally sort of agree. left out because I, I didn't rewatch this one. So <laughs> you didn't? No, well, Go rewatch it. It's amazing. Well, you know, I gotta say, I was listening to um, your guys' episode on it, and first off, I want to say, Emily, I'm happy you brought up the urban legend of Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. <laughs> and secondly, I think from what I recall, like I said, I haven't seen it since I did my last watch through the show, but I think you guys liked that one a lot more than I did. I mean, I don't dislike that episode. I just, you, you guys were really giving it a uh, very high praise. And my reaction was, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Kat's favorite. Apparently. <laughs> Give it another go. <laughs> okay. Do we have any other feedback? Yeah. From wisdom. They said, will there be any more podcasts like this when you're done with so weird, which we've gotten asked before. Yeah. You know, we have been asked that question before and I think, you know, the answer now is the same. You know, we definitely want to continue recording together. We enjoy recording, but we haven't found a show we can all talk about the way we can talk about So Weird. But it's something we have discussed. Yeah, we'll just have to see. 
I mean, I, I was actually thinking about that the other night, how we're, we're nearly done with season two. And from that point on, you know, we just have uh, the season we don't like to talk about. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say it's very flattering to be getting this question. Um, it's nice to know that people enjoy listening to us talk and ramble <laughs> about, <laughs> about stuff. So thanks. Yeah, no, agreed. It is very, very kind. It's nice to hear. And we got another comment on uh, Rebecca from Jamera. And they said, I really miss this show so much. I used to skip school just to watch this, LOL. But I love Fee better than the new girl. (laughs) (laughs) The one that wish that she won't name. (laughs) Annie's coming. Yeah. Ooh, that's ominous. <laughs> Annie's coming. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's we, we keep getting comments on that Rebecca episode. I guess that's one people really remember. Yes. Well, Good. thank you so much for the for the comment. And then from um, Andrea for James Carr. Okay, they said, uh, I agree that the existence of the soul is a very deep question for a kid's Disney Channel series to explore. So where does an awful lot of that questioning things and exploring topics of a darker nature while most other shows try to be bubbly, silly, and or happy? It's what makes this series stand out, and I think that is the reason I am still drawn to it. The next episode, Troll, does not list in my top favorite episodes, but there are a few things I do appreciate about it. First, I love that Irene and Ned have a little more screen time and that Irene is one of the first to sense that something isn't quite right and she's eager to leave. I had to laugh because I have the same kind of phone she does, a simple black flip phone. Second, I love the focus of the occasional brother-sister tension between Fee and Jack, and I think it's nice that they try to come up with a truce in order to resolve their own sibling rivalry without having their mother intervene. Also, at the end of the episode, when Fee answers the troll's seven questions, did any of you realize that this is yet another time Fee has been able to assume power over a supernatural creature? She really has a knack of that, doesn't she? One more thing that I love about Troll is that it indirectly ties into the Rick arc by giving the audience the sense that Rick is around, looking out for Fee and protecting his family. His helping Fiona to answer her last question and leaving the message, keep the faith, is a wonderful, subtle way of suggesting that not only is Fiona trying to reach out to her family, but he is trying to reach out to her as well. And this in turn helps foreshadow the fact that she will meet him again soon, somehow, some way. Well, I'm always just blown away that Andrea has the ability to nail down so many of the talking points we raise. <laughs> um, and, you know, she's right. Supernatural entities need to stop challenging Fee because they do not have the best track record. Hmm. Um, but as always, thank you so much for the constant feedback and support, Andrea. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it a lot. Thanks. And that's all the feedback. Okay. So, uh, before we go, I want to mention two things. Well, first off, I just want to ask how everybody's Halloween was. Well, I live in a college town, so it's either you go to the bars where all the college students are at, and that's about it, actually. (laughs) So, I always love Halloween, but there's not much for me to do anymore. But I did go to a restaurant. There was a costume contest, like $500 costume contest. So, I I tried to go in and win, but I didn't win. What did you dress up as? I dressed up as Wonder Woman. Okay. It's a really like awesome looking costume with awesome boots. Like 
but uh, an Iron Man one. <laughs> that sounds fun. But I watched uh, scary movies throughout the whole month. I did exploring like scary hotels. I explored an abandoned hospital. So I try to live up October. Yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. What about everybody else? <laughs> I had six trick-or-treaters, so that was kind of disappointing. So I just spent the night watching horror movies. What'd you watch? Uh, Hell House LLC, which turned out to be really good. Yeah, I've actually heard uh, good things about that one. Movies that weren't so good on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Emily? Did you do anything fun on the th- on 31st? No. Sorry, guys. I'm a total bummer. Uh, first <laughs> off, I worked, and um, I work with adults with intellectual disabilities, and the place I went to had a Halloween party, so everyone refused to work with me. <laughs> So then I, I went home, and uh, we only got one trick-or-treater. It was a bummer. So, yeah, it wasn't a great Halloween for me. Uh, and I didn't really watch any scary movies on Halloween because I was with my mom, and she doesn't like those. So we watched Parks and Rec instead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I know. Super scary. Uh, but I'm guessing you it's had a good time. It's sad that kids don't trick-or-treat anymore. Well, it just depends on where you are because here in uh, in my apartment, you don't we don't get very many trick or treaters at all. But um, for Halloween, I usually go over to a friend's house. This year, I went over to a friend of mine's uh, mother's home and uh, had lots of trick or treaters. And they really went all out. They decorated their whole yard. They had all sorts of animatronics and everything. And I. Um, dressed up as okay well my costume would take some explaining but uh if you're familiar with the monsters then you know who uncle gill is which is when they had the creature from the black lagoon on the monsters but in like an overcoat and a hat so that was my costume and um had a lot of fun and yeah i was watching horror movies and horror television all throughout september and october so and then the second thing I want to I want to mention is um, this is just a little self promotion on my half. Um, I have ha- I have two short stories featured in a new book. This is linked on my Twitter page. It's called Last Rites W R I T E S. It's from a local writing group that I'm a part of, and we published a spooky Halloween horror story collection for October. It's 99 cents. If you're listening and that interests you at all, please give it a little money. You'd be helping out me and some other great people. So. That's really cool. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, it's neat, I guess. <laughs> so anything else we want to talk about before we go? Well, there has been some news about Disney's streaming service, but I don't know if we want to give them any free, you know, promotions. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's nothing that involves so weird. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, what is the news? Sorry? What is the news? I haven't heard this. Uh, they announced some of the original series that they're going to be, um, sh- you know, premiering on their streaming service. And one is a Star Wars live action show. Oh, they've like, been talking about doing that for years. Yeah. A high school musical show, Monsters Incorporated, and something related to Marvel. But I guess the news that would be important for us to know is that the service is going to apparently be a lot cheaper than Netflix because they're not going to have as much content on it as Netflix. <sighs> so that's good and bad. I mean, let's just face it. So we're, it's not going to be on there, but <laughs> Wait, don't, don't despair. 
<laughs> Start your letter writing campaign now. Uh, uh, guys, I've been keeping the faith for like five years now. Okay? <laughs> I guess I could hang on a little longer. Yeah, come on. So weird. Bring it. <laughs> yeah, send send tweets and emails and letters if you're one of the six people listening to the show. Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, I'll be I'll be getting I'll be doing that for sure. I'll you know, I'll tweet at them. Do I'll it. Continue doing yeah, that. I started I've been doing that for like the past ten years. <laughs> I did a tweet on the so weird Twitter that I pinned, um, but I feel like it's so early because the stream starts in 2019. But maybe by the end, that tweet will have at least 100 likes. <laughs> Man, I don't think it's too early at all. You know, I, I think this is actually the right time to do it because now Disney is like putting their eggs in the baskets for this program, for this uh, service. So I think now is the time to badger them. Yeah, I think well, this is our best shot, honestly. Uh, well, you know I what? Mean, the tweet right now, it has 38 likes and 36 retweets. <laughs> So everyone listening, if you go make a Twitter <laughs> and retweet and re-like it. I have like Disney tag, Disney channel tagged. Yeah. We just need someone that's somewhat well known to get behind this show. I don't know who. Wait, wasn't I, there I, that actress who was tweeting about so weird a while ago? I forget her name. Jessica Williams, my hero. Yeah, she <laughs> is a so weird fan and a Harry Potter fan, and she's friends with J.K. Rowling, and because of that, she got in the freaking Fantastic Beast films. My, <laughs> my, my hero. Seriously, uh, yeah, I would love for her to to promo the show somehow. I don't know, but <sighs> well, as you know, sad little fan peons. All we can do is just tweet and email and whatever. But I feel like it's worth doing. Can't hurt any. So yeah. It just hurts my soul. <laughs> I don't respond. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we done for this week? Anything else we want to bring up or no? Uh hopefully we'll get Allie Marie on a episode upcoming episode i'll try to get that yes i'm very excited going by that so yeah me too and please send in some questions i don't think we've gotten any i guess we haven't so if you have a question for her send them our way please absolutely okay well if there's nothing else to say i guess that that's uh wraps up this week's I keep saying this week. You know, we don't put out an episode every week. It's like every other week. <laughs> this episode, Jesus. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> in that case, you have been listening to the So Weird Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. And I'm Kat. And don't get trolled. Also, keep the faith. <laughs>